At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Good afternoon and 
Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 4 to 6 weekdays right here on 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms, hey, on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchors our home base on your favorite podcasting platform. Also, again, our social media uh, platforms. Join the conversation at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. The award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports went off as scheduled today at 1 p.m. Our live broadcast on WLA-TV, also live streaming on the WLA-TV YouTube page. And your next opportunity to see it is tonight at 6 on LAE. 10 o'clock on The Deuce, that's WLA-TV 2. Tomorrow night, that's every Friday night at 9 o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. It will be up on our social media platforms this evening, uh, already up on the WLATV YouTube page, and we'll have it up at ericasher.com by the end of the weekend. Uh, We had Brett Martell, the Associated Press, Matty Hudak, the uh, Tulane sideline reporter, also writing for Saints Wire. Both did a great job. We talked Saints, LSU, and Tulane. Uh, we did not get to the Pels. I was hoping to get to the Pels. We just didn't have enough time. Uh, but, again, great conversation. I thought both did a great job. Hope you have a chance to enjoy the program. That's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, check it out tonight uh, at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Uh, today's program uh, is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, uh, the Hideout Bar, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, of course, uh, is at um, – uh, 205 Bourbon Street, open uh, late, serving lunch and dinner for uh, seven days a week for you. Uh, swing on in. Uh, just a great menu for you. Uh, Cajun Creole cuisine. Uh, you got picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street. You can sit there and kind of watch the craziness. Hey, if that's not your bag, head to the back of the restaurant. They got a beautiful uh, French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. If you're looking to have your next event uh, in the French Quarter, Man, the 200 block of Bourbon Street is uh, prime real estate for having a great party. Uh, over at Old New Orleans Cookery, they're not offering not one but two private rooms with Bourbon Street balconies. They include, again, private restroom, private bar, and, of course, plenty of room to be able to host a, a fantastic party. Uh, if They use that also for overflow on days where they don't have a party. Uh, but, again, what a great place to have a party. Uh, it, it, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for a date night. You're looking to close that business deal. Maybe you got friends or family coming in from out of town. Uh, man, bring them on over and treat them to Old New Orleans Cookery. Fantastic cocktails made by, again, some of the best mixologists we have in the city. And, of course, a fantastic menu for you that has something for everyone. Hey, to find out more, it's nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Part of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Oceana Grill, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant out here in Metairie. Uh, again, serving lunch and dinner. And then, of course, um, um, Mambo's serving lunch and dinner uh, in the 400 block of Bourbon Street right next door is the Hideout Bar. All are open late. All are open seven days a week. I'll say it again. I don't want to hear you can't get a late meal in New Orleans because you can get one at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And look, if you're a breakfast aficionado, if you love breakfast, bring yourself over to Oceana for breakfast. 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. daily. Fantastic breakfast for you over at Oceana Grill. All right. Um, interesting conversation today on, on Inside New Orleans Sports. Hope you get a chance to see it tonight or again over the weekend. And it's you know, the, the main topic has been has been Jameis Winston, and maybe I, again I might have spent a little bit too much time on, on it, but uh, uh, 
I do want to get into that with our guest today. Gary Smith is going to join us at 4.15. He's talking, he's talking uh, Tulane with us. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports is going to join us at 4.35. We'll talk Saints, Pelicans. Hopefully we'll get to LSU and Tulane with him. Ali Gassel will talk Pels with us. Uh, Monday is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, is uh, media day. Uh, practice starts next week. Uh, October the 19th, they open up against Brooklyn in Brooklyn. Um, uh, Utah comes comes to New Orleans for the for the home opener a few days later, uh, and then we'll finish with Jordy Collada talking Saints and LSU. That's at 5:35. But look, I'm of the opinion, and and okay, my opinion can be 100% wrong, and 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 I hope I hope I'm not wrong. That the struggles that we saw from Jameis Winston over the weekend, uh, again against against Tampa on Sunday, is a byproduct of the injury, the four broken vertebrae. Uh, Brett Martell had a different take on it. Uh, you know, we've had other, other guests here that have had a different takes on it. Um, the alternative, as I mentioned on this program throughout the week, it's scary, right? Because the alternative is, no, he wasn't uh, uh, in any way hampered by the injury. But he, uh, again, went back to old, went back to bad Jameis. Wow. I mean, to me, that, that, that's the scary part of this situation. Um, you know, I, I can live with the injury because the injury is going to heal. He's going to come back, and he's going to be able to play at, at, at a high level. Uh, throwing three interceptions, and when, when the game was, again, a 3-3 game, and you were right there in it, uh, again, it's, it's unacceptable. Unacceptable. And there are those out there, that, again, that, that really believe that this is about him pressing, uh, about him getting too emotional, uh, that, uh, that, again, that, he, that even the, the Bucks said he was, they knew he was going to turn the ball over. Well, you know, I didn't. Not based off again last year's uh, last year's um, uh, were a, a small body of work. Not based on what we saw against Atlanta. You know, we saw a guy that was injured that took this team down the field, and, and again uh, for the largest fourth quarter comeback in the history of, of the uh, of the organization. I mean, so you know, I, I had I had no um, I had no thoughts to to the point that man, this is about bad Jameis. This is about this guy reverting back to what he was because that is unacceptable unacceptable, okay? And the only reason I would say Andy Dalton takes over is, is, again, if he's injured and can't play. But let me tell you something. If this is going to be a trend now where uh, we're going to see Jameis Winston not taking care of the football, not being dialed in on, again, where he has to go on his checkdowns, uh, you know, pressing and, and, and throwing into double coverage and, you know, again, being inaccurate with the football, not having the right mechanics, if, you know, all the things we've talked about this week. If that is a byproduct, as, as some reporters believe, that, again, that was just Jameis pressing because he was playing against his old team, uh, uh, that is a scary thought. That is a scary thought for the New Orleans Saints. Uh, he's the best quarterback on the team. That's why he is the first stringer. If he wasn't, Andy Dalton would be starting right now. Uh, he should be given uh, enough rope to be able to um, allow him to be able to make some mistakes. But you can't have three interception games. Sorry, can't do it. Just like Mark Ingram right now, I would play Mark Ingram uh, this week. No way. I can't trust Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram has fumbled twice in, in the red zone in two weeks. Sean Payton would have his ass at the end of the bench, okay? Sean Payton, I'll tell you right now, would not be putting up with a three-interception game from Jameis Winston if he was healthy. No way, no how. You could say, well, Breeze had three interceptions. Breeze has cachet. Breeze is a guy that grew up in the system. Breeze had, and again, if he had a three-interception game, the next week he was coming out and he was lighting it on fire. Now, Breeze, again, his skill set started to deteriorate as, uh, toward the end of his, his career, and that was a byproduct of some of the things we saw. But uh, I'm going to say this is an injury-related situation, and the Saints have to, have to proceed with caution because if it's not, and this is just him reverting back to bad Jameis, that we can see this like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, huh, 
Man, I'm telling you, that is not good for the New Orleans Saints. That's not good for, for Jameis Winston as well. All right, we shift back to uh, the Tulane Green Wave, which is having a spectacular season, okay? They're 3-0. and They go into Big 12 country against Kansas State last week, and they physically dominated, physically dominated uh, uh, Kansas State. Uh, in a tough place to play. Manhattan, Kansas is not easy. And that was a, it was a full stadium. They fully expected Tulane to get, to, to get whipped. Uh, they were looking forward to Oklahoma this week. And, and again, they shocked the world on, on, on Saturday. And to break it down for us, uh, he is the ultimate Tulane uh, uh, reporter. Uh, again, uh, reporting for the New Orleans Times, Big Union, The Advocate. But his, his website, The Wave Report, it's the most comprehensive look at Tulane athletics that you're going to get. And if you call yourself a Tulane fan, I'm going to say two things to you. Number one, your ass better be in the stadium on Saturday night against USM because they're bringing people from the Gulf Coast. And you get drowned out with, again, a 3-0 and team uh, with, again, uh, again the visitors coming in here you know, to enjoy themselves on Bourbon Street, all our great restaurants. And, oh, by the way, take over our Yeoman Stadium. And the second thing is subscribe to the Wave Report because you'll be the first to know with everything that's going on with Tulane. He joins us on the program now, Gary Smith. Gary, how are you, buddy? Doing good, Eric. Doing good. And uh, I, I got to say that that Tulane performance against Kansas State, I started covering college football in 1991. That was one of the best tackling performances I have seen from any team in, what, 32 years? Um, yeah, 32 years of covering college football. Um, that was just a spectacular defensive effort but by Tulane to go into Manhattan, Kansas, and shut down one of the best running backs in the country, Deuce Vaughn, and honestly made him look average. Um, this is a guy who had eight straight 100-yard gains. Everybody talked about how elusive he was, how hard he was to bring down. He wasn't hard to bring down for Tulane because that was one unbelievably prepared, unbelievably focused, unbelievably intense football team, and that's what they needed to do to go in there and, and, and take a win. And you mentioned the crowd. It, it was. It, it, the stadium was, was close to packed, and the thing I'll say about that is there was more noise. It was louder at Tulane's practices with the piped-in noise that they were putting to prepare for that game than it was in that stadium because because like you said, those fans came in expecting a blowout, and it was kind of boring from their side from the start. And there was almost no noise in that stadium because the Tulane never let that team really get a whole lot going. You know, what a what yeah. a performance by Willie Fritz's voice! It, it really was. And look, I mean, let, me, let me put it in perspective for you. Um, we had a reveal party for my daughter, um, mm-hmm. and uh, so again, I, I couldn't watch the games live, right? So yeah. I'm trying to keep up with it on my phone. So the, so again, when when I leave, I come straight home. And LSU was on. Now, in my entire lifetime, okay, especially, again, as, as, as mm-hmm. a, a media member, if LSU's on live, I'm going to watch LSU, and I'm yep. going to come back and, and watch Tulane. I didn't do that. <laughs> I went in, and I watched Tulane, mm-hmm. which, again, was almost finished by the time I got home, but I watched it from the beginning and then picked up LSU later, which is unprecedented in my household. That told yeah. you, again, how excited I was to be able to see Tulane play against, against Kansas State, and they did not disappoint. They did not disappoint. No, and, and the other thing I'll say is in, in the past, for Tulane to have any chance to pull off an upset uh, of that magnitude and beat a, beat, a, beat a team like that, Tulane would have had to play absolutely perfect on both sides of the ball. That wasn't the case. Tulane lost the turnover battle 2-0 to zero in, in that game, and Michael Pratt, who was incredibly gutty, almost threw a third interception that might have been run back for a touchdown if it had, if it had been caught. And Ty J. Spears, who's one of the best running backs in the country when he's right, I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what's going on. Tulane's insisting that he's not injured, but I don't believe it for a second. He, he only had nine carries for 28 yards, and, and Iverson Celestine was the main back that Tulane used for almost 
almost the entire second half. Um, yeah, you, you would have told me going into the season that, that uh, Ty J Spears would gain 27 yards against Kansas State and Tulane would lose the turnover battle 2-0. I would have said, uh-oh. <laughs> and, right. and that wasn't the case at all. Tulane was a deserving winner. Um, like I said, the defense was outstanding, but it says a lot that they did not have to play a perfect game on um, both mm-hmm. sides of the ball to to. to to be the better team on that day, which which they clearly sure. were, even though it went down to the wire. I'm, I'm with you. And uh, I was just impressed all the way around. From, from again, mm-hmm. the, the play of the offense. Well, we talked about last week, right? Yeah. Step up in class here, Big mm-hmm. 12 lines. How is, that, how is Tulane mm-hmm. offensive, defensive lines going to stack up? Stack up. <laughs> At times, they dominated. Yep. Yeah, and, and again, I had so many people, and, and I totally understand the sentiment, but so many people telling me before the year they didn't want to see Michael Pratt run because he, he, he puts himself, he subjects himself to too many hits. And it's true, Tulane needs Michael Pratt out there under center, but also Tulane doesn't win that game if Michael Pratt isn't running like he did. He had a career-high rush for over 90 yards. He never rushed for more than 56, showed his incredible toughness once again. He, he, that, he, he's such a winner, Michael Pratt, because, again, he, he made some mistakes in the passing game that, that – that he could have regretted, but he didn't let it affect him on on the next play. And he had two huge runs to set up the, the go-ahead touchdown in, in the fourth quarter. And like it or not, and there's absolutely reason to get scared when he runs. He did get he did he took a double hard hit um, in the first half where he got hit right hit and then get, took a late hit that wasn't called as he hit the ground mm-hmm. and threw a pick on yep. the next play. That was a, that was one of the few bad calls on offense that you, when you see a quarterback get get. get get shaken up like that. You got to call a running play on the next play, but he is, he's a tough hombre. And, uh, he, he kept, he kept at it. And again, with, with, um, Iris and Celestine played well, but with Tajay Spears, not being Tajay Spears, Tulane needed enough, needed Pratt to step up as a runner. And he sure did. Oh, he did. There's no doubt. I mean, again, leading, leading the team in rushing again. Um, uh, and, and of course I was impressed with Celestine though, a physical yeah, runner. He's good. He's okay. a good player. I mean, physical runner. Uh, it was it was unseasonably warm, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, again, I read hot. something where Deuce Fawn had to go into the um, mm-hmm. into the locker room to get uh, IVs. Maddie Hudak said today, if she was on the on, on the sideline, several Tulane players had to go into the locker room to be able to get IVs. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was hotter because it was such a mild summer. It's funny today we're setting record highs for the first day of fall, but this was the high, this was the mildest summer I can ever remember in in, in my adult. In, in, in New Orleans. So it was a little bit different. I mean, the humidity wasn't the same, but the temperature was higher. It was up in the mid-90s for that game, and, and both teams were absolutely affected. Tulane had the IV issues, but, and then again, this is where the depth comes through. I counted 11 defensive linemen who played for Tulane in that game. That was unimaginable in the past against a good team with production. And, and there were some key series in the second half when Tulane had four backup defensive linemen in the game at the same time, and you couldn't tell the difference. And, and, and there you have it, because on a hot day, you have to rotate. But usually when Tulane rotated in the past, the other team was rotating down the field for a touchdown against the backups, and that wasn't the case at all. Saturday, Willie Fritz talked about it before the year, that he thought he had better depth than he ever had before, and boy, did Tulane yeah. prove it on Saturday. And good at all three levels of the defense. I yeah, mean, uh, yeah. I mean, seriously, you look at, again, what the linebackers and safeties are doing mm-hmm. in, in coming up and making the tackles, mm-hmm. and, and then the, 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 what the defensive line is doing at the point of attack, uh, I'm, I'm, I am yeah. impressed. It, 
it is. Look, the one thing they have not proven yet, and, and they admit it, they have not played a real passing team yet. Right. But, but the, but the, and so we'll find out when that happens. But when you put an offense like Kansas State, again, this Kansas State team that scored 40 points on Missouri. Now, Missouri's mm-hmm. not great, but they're from the SEC. They got players uh, on their roster. And to really make Deuce Vaughn, who, who, who's going to probably be an NFL player, look average, no, the, the tackling's incredible. And, and that's, that'll travel anywhere. And, and you're right, it's at all three levels of the defense. Obviously, Nick Anderson and Dorian Williams are sensational at linebacker, but um, they started Jesus Machado. They, they, they started three linebackers because of the way Kansas State plays, and he tied for the team lead in, in tackles. <laughs> um, that, that's another example of just all these bodies that, that they have. And, and their secondary, yeah. all of those guys are good tacklers. And, and that, again, doesn't matter what system you're playing. Yeah, they, they may get beat in the passing game by a really good team. We'll, we'll find out down the road. But when you can tackle like that, you're in every game you play. Well, I mean, Martinez a dink and dunker. I mean, he yeah, averaged yeah. a little bit over he, four yards a cow, four yards a pass play. I mean, yeah, he all was, he could uh, do was dink and dunk. Our run. Yeah, yeah their, their idea. They wanted to make force him to beat them with his arm, and he made one really pretty throw for a touchdown, yep. but that was mm-hmm. one really pretty throw and a bunch of bad throws. And he's one of those quarterbacks – it's it, it's hard it's hard to win with a quarterback like that when when you can't even know whether he's going to throw up like a five yard a, a five yard out pattern five yards over the receiver's head and out of bounds so that was too late hundred percent strategy stack the line of scrimmage don't blow the tackles and then see if Adrian Martinez can beat you with his arm and he just simply couldn't do it there was a key play at the end of the first half when Kansas State was going to take the lead where it looked like he had a guy out in the flat that if he'd have thrown the ball right away probably a touchdown and Tulane's down fourteen to seven after dominating most of the first half he hesitated then threw the ball out the back of the end zone to, to set up the field goal and that was a big win for Tulane the defense was put in a bad position by an interception they held him to three points and were only down 10-7 made up that immediately on their first possession of the second half and then just took over because I mean and they, they were the better team in, in that game it just had that feel that Tulane was going to win that game and that's something to say because this again Willie Fritz had never beaten a power five opponent before he'd come close many right. times but he'd never done it, but it just had that feel. Um, you know, if you're a longtime Tulane fan, it might not have just because of the history at Tulane, but if mm-hmm. you just simply watched the game and took the names off the jerseys, Tulane was the better team from start Absolutely. to finish. Absolutely. Okay, now, uh, we saw this last year, a little bit of a dig head right after Oklahoma. Yep. Nope. Uh, this has been uh, – look, USM's coming in. Um, mm-hmm. They're bringing in folks from the Gulf Coast. This is always yep. – it's, it's a fun time. They're going to come to New Orleans. They're going to party. They're going to eat. They're going to they're go to Yeoman. Um, Tulane's got to got to understand their opponent this week, and they got to play again uh, to the best of their ability, uh, and, and not do what happened has happened in the past where they get a little oh. bit overconfident. Oh. I know that Willie Fritz has been droning in them this week. Yeah, the total totally the history of Tulane says that they would almost guarantee that they aren't going to play well this week. I don't. I, I I think they will. But Southern Miss is a <laughs> they're a decent team. I, the first game of the year they lost to Liberty in four overtimes. Last week Liberty lost to Wake Forest, which is ranked by one point when they missed a two point conversion with one minute left. The next week Southern Miss was ahead of Miami at Miami seven to three with a minute left in the first half. I was about to tweet that Will Hall had his Southern Miss team ahead at halftime. Miami. Miami got a couple of big plays scored right before the half and then talent took over in, in the second half. But yeah, I, I talked to Will Hall 
football yesterday. He really likes his defense. He's got two quarterbacks he really likes. One of them, Ty Keys, was going to would be a Tulane now if Will Hall had stayed because he had committed to Tulane and then followed Will Hall to Southern Miss. Another freshman's probably going to start for them as a little bit better passer than Keys. Um, they've got a running back, Frank Gore. Yeah, you know the name. That's the, he's the son of Frank Gore. Um, he, he he had 178 yards against Liberty in the first game of the year. They also use him at Wildcat. He threw a 48-yard pass. He was a high school starting quarterback in Miami. So that's not out of his, his, his realm. So, yeah, I mean, this is a team. Tulane's better than Southern Miss. If Tulane plays well, Tulane will win. But Tulane cannot show up and, 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 and be still thinking about the Kansas State game. If that happens, it could be trouble. I don't think it's going to happen. Willie Fritz certainly <laughs> has drilled that into his team, and, and we'll find yeah. out Saturday if, if, if they've listened. I, I think they have. Yeah, I hope they have. What about the crowd? I mean, I mean, uh, yep. they expected a big crowd. I mean, no, there's some kind of special right now. Was it two-for-one ticket, yep. something like that? Yeah, well, I know they're going to have four people from my family that don't tend to go to games that much right. anymore. So there's that's a start there. If they're reflective of the general population, that that's good news. It's funny. I don't know how many people – I asked Will Hall how many people he thought Southern Miss was going to bring, and, and he wouldn't answer because he still – he got in hot water because he ripped one of their crowds at one of their games earlier this year. Um, he said he's out of the crowd business. So I'm not – I would assume Southern Miss is going to bring their usual contingent. but They, they, they normally do, right. They've been down for a while. It's an, you know, Southern Miss won from 1994 to 2011. Southern Miss had a winning record 18 straight years, which is unbelievable at this sure. level of football. They've been on hard times most of the time since they won the won the Conference USA Championship in 2011. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I don't know how much what the emotion is like, but you got to figure they haven't been to New Orleans in, in, in a while. I think it's since 2012 for to right. play Tulane anyway. I would assume they're going to have their usual um, big big crowds. So Tulane, yeah, the Tulane fans absolutely have to to come out and, and, and drown out that because you just don't you don't want to see a three and O team off a win of Kansas State not having a much of a home field advantage in its next game. Yep, no doubt. Uh, Gary, uh, you like Tulane this week? I do. Um, again, I, I don't. I don't think it's a lock. Just for the sense that if Tulane doesn't play, if, if Tulane comes out flat, Southern Miss with Will Hall's a good enough coach that, that Southern Miss can uh, can can hang with them. But I, I don't see that happening. I actually Tulane's favored by thirteen. Again, that defense will travel anywhere. Southern Miss did throw for 400 yards against Northwestern State last week, but up until then, they'd done next to nothing in the passing game. They're more of a running team that sets up towards Tulane's defensive strength. So I I do believe Tulane wins this going away at the end, but they've got to play with emotion to get there. Yep, no doubt. Tell us about your fantastic website, what you got coming up for us on, on in the paper and online, and also, again, how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. Um, my, my website is Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. Really popular interview with Will Hall up there right now. Um, had a good enough relationship with him when he was Tulane's offensive coordinator that I was able to bypass their sports information department and just text him and, and, and get him to talk with me. He was, as always, Beautiful. very honest. You know, I, I read a story. There's a story that's going to appear in the in the in the paper on, on Saturday, and 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 will be online tomorrow with some quotes from him. But every word he said, and just about every one of them, was interesting. How much he respects and loves um, Willie Fritz, and how good of a coach he thinks he is, and and how excited he is about where Southern Miss is going is up there. That's that's another example of something you won't read anywhere else. There you go, at Gare Smith on Twitter. Always a pleasure, my friend. Look forward to our conversation next week, talking about another Tulane victory. Yeah, that, that that's the plan. And and, and one one other quick thing here, and sure. this, this won't sound good. 
You were having your little talk about Jameis Winston. I'm afraid that that wasn't a reversion. I, I, I'm afraid that was a reversion to the real Jameis Winston. He did oh, all of his God. damage against Atlanta when the when they were in a prevent defense and he didn't have to think because they were in catch-up mode. That's yes. when he does his best work. I'm a, I, I've always been worried about him during regular times and games. Hey, I've been wrong about a lot of things, so hopefully for the Saints case I'm wrong about this. But that honestly was the Jameis Winston Sunday that I saw a lot more in Tampa than the Jameis mm-hmm. Winston we saw early last year. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, we know bad Jameis here, okay? Yep. We saw again, we were just waiting for him for years to, to implode at Tampa. I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt here, and yep. I'm you know, leaning toward, toward the entry. I'm hoping, i got to tell you right now, and, and it's hard to say, wait, you're hoping he's injured? I'm hoping it was the injury yeah. and, no, and not him reverting back to his bad habits. You're, you're totally right because if it was the injury, then that's fixable. If it was him yep. being what he used to be, that's not really fixable. It's back to the drawing board for the Saints. I mean, mm-hmm. it just is, no, no doubt. Thanks, bud. Appreciate the Thanks time. Thanks for having me on. Week. That's uh, Gary Smith. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heat. In the market for a generator? And why aren't you? Okay. I mean – Look, let's face it. You can't trust the power companies around here. I mean, you just can't. I mean, you just can't. I mean, uh, I mean, a stiff wind blows and, and, and the power goes. I'll tell you about a few weeks ago. I mean, uh, transformer blows. I, I mean, I mean, there is it is clear skies in my neighborhood. We're the only neighborhood in the entire city that's out of electricity. Uh, you need a generator. We all need generators. I got mine from Burkhardt. Uh, my friend uh, Jason Burkhardt will sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of a generator. Well, he will never sell you. He's not going to hard sell you. He's going to educate you on, on, again, your options. You pick which generator you want. Then, of course, you can finance it over time or you can pay it up front. Low, low monthly notes on the finance. Do install quality check after one month. They do that for everything they install. They come out, give you a tutorial on everything on everything you need to know about uh, uh, whatever uh, equipment they install for you. And at, and at Burkhart, they offer you a single-day install on a generator. Come on. Are you kidding me? Burkhart's um, generator team handles everything. Planning, permits, inspection. Uh, they are experts when it comes to generators. And let me tell you, uh, you got to know where to place the generator. And then, of course, you have multiple inspections with the parish or the city. So, again, Burkhart's guys are there. You don't have to be there. They'll handle it for you. 24-7, 365 emergency service. All the parts you need stored at the warehouse over at, um, uh, in Mandeville. And, of course, remember, right now, Burkhart has generators in their warehouse ready to be installed in your home and your business right now. Now, looking for a generator? It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, Generator Sales and Service. It's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. And all are waiting for you to come in and grab one of their extraordinary cocktails and, of course, a menu that's chock full of something for everyone. I don't care if you're a finicky eater or, again, you love New Orleans food. They got something for you on the menu at, again, one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Coming up next, Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Ken Trahan. The Three Tailgater Show is a Saturday morning tradition on 1061 Nash Icon. Tune in every Saturday morning from 10 a.m. to noon with my partner Ed Daniels of WGNO and WNOL to join me to talk sports with you every single week with your calls as well. The Three Tailgater Show, Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. to noon on 1061 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Your burrito prayers have been answered. Taco Bell's double steak grilled cheese burrito is back with that juicy steak smothered in nacho cheese with a three cheese blend that's grilled on top at participating U.S. Taco Bell stores for a limited time only. Hours and participation vary. Double the steak claim as compared to the steak quesadilla. 
Delays remain heavy if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway in the Crescent City Connection, with delays solid from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Also look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the High Rise. Also look out for delays on 10 westbound from Bonneville to Clearview. On the 610 on the westbound side, your delays are steady from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. Also look out for accidents Bienville at North Carrollton, also Canal at North Claiborne. Also look out for accidents Chef at Lancelot Drive, also Crowder at Lake Forest. And also look out for an, look out for an accident St. Thomas at Ray Street. And school zones are in effect. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Speaking of the Oceana family of restaurants, don't forget about Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one neighborhood rest, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Uh, and, of course, a place where you can go and get an amazing cocktail, incredible beer selection. Uh, it's a restaurant, but it's a sports bar. It's, it's a combination of both. It's the perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, again, Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, but also, again, a, an eclectic menu that has something for everyone on the menu. Also, um, again, 
TV screens everywhere, 30-plus television screens. You'll never miss a play, and I mean you'll never miss a play because even if you go to the restroom, there are TV screens in the restroom for you. Uh, again, a great place to go when you want to watch multiple games. Uh, if you're a, a, a news buff, again, they have the, the news on there as well. Open seven days a week for you, uh, serving lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. To find out more, go to bobbyabears.com uh, to find out the menu and everything else. Uh, it's Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. So good. Part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Proud sponsor of our Thursday program. Thanks to Gary Smith for joining us on the show. Fletcher Mackle of Channel 6 Sports joins us on the show now. Fletch, how are you, bud? I am doing well, Eric. Thanks for having me. Fletch, will you be heading to London? Unfortunately, no. I'll just be telling stories about my previous trips there with the Saints. I will not <laughs> right? be... Uh, jumping the pond and in uh, going. But I have been on that trip with the Saints. This will be their third time, and it is mm-hmm. a pretty great trip for any of your listeners that are going as, as fans. It's a, pretty, it's a pretty spectacular trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it is. And, and, again, I know a lot of people have been, since they saw that on the schedule, been gearing up to, to have their uh, little football and a little bit of uh, sightseeing up in London. I did want to ask you the first question on the box, which you probably know, is, is the Jameis Winston situation. I've gotten both sides all week long. Some believe that this is a byproduct, like I do, uh, that his struggles on Sunday with the injury. Some believe that, again, he reverted back to bad Jameis. You've been around a long time, Fletch. You've seen a lot of games. You've seen Jameis Winston at his best and his worst. What do you think it was? I think it was bad Jameis. I mean, I don't know if I buy the injury. I, I Again, not to say that he's not injured. Because I think everybody, when you play football in a collision sport, everybody's dealing with some type of little nick. And so, I mean, look, I, I played baseball, not in the major league, certainly. But, you know, somebody told me every time a pitcher pitches, you can say, ooh, there's, there's something wrong with his arm. I mean, you're never perfect. And so I'm not buying, though. I, I went back and I watched that game tape. I, I mean, look, two of the three interceptions were just bad decisions. Now, could we say, oh, maybe he's not as mobile? but he shouldn't have made those throws. The, the one deep down the field, he had enough arm. It was, it was a 50-50 ball. I mean, he didn't have to throw a 50-50 ball, but he, his arm strength didn't look like it was bothered to me. He still got the ball downfield. He overthrew Chris Olave a few times. He made some bad decisions because he could have hit Michael Thomas on the drag route. He could have hit Tony Jones underneath, and he's just taking shots. And to me, but that's not the bad back. That's bad decision-making, and that's old Jameis trying – to get it all in one shot, the big, great play like he did in Tampa, instead of kind of playing, I hate to use the cliche, playing chess instead of checkers and, and understanding that that game was a chess match and, and you needed to be calm and patient, not try to get it all in one chunk. So I fall in the school of thought that I'm not saying he's not injured. I don't think the injury has played a factor in his performance. I think we've just seen a quarterback that, is reverting back to some of his bad habits. Uh, what's worse, <laughs> bad Jameis or injured Jameis? <laughs> I mean, look, if he's injured, they at least have an excuse and can say yes. he's not physically able to deliver at the highest level, and maybe we go to Andy Dalton. If it's bad Jameis, and that's what I think they're concerned about, is if it's bad Jameis, it's just do we have to make a change and how do we go back to him once we make a change? Because if we bench him for poor performance, we really can't go back to them. So that's the predicament. And again, look, it is early in the season. I'm not saying they should have made a change or should sure. make a change. But I think Jameis certainly has to play better, and he's got to start playing better. I look at the next three games and say the Saints are more talented top to bottom 
than Carolina. The Saints are more talented top to bottom than Minnesota. The Saints are more talented top to bottom than Seattle. It, mm-hmm. You better, Jameis better not go out and be detrimental to this team where your life and death with these teams and you're scratching by because of your defense again or some miracle performance at the end of the game like against Atlanta. So I would like to see him execute the offense at a higher level and in the Saints not be, again, look, life and death with Tampa is one thing. Tampa's a team that everybody knows is one of the chalks in the NFC. That's a great defense with the greatest quarterback and the greatest player in the history of the game. Again, Carolina, to me, is a team a lot like New Orleans. A solid defense, a quarterback with a lot to prove, an electric running back if he plays McCaffrey. I would like to see Jameis execute at a higher level this week, and hopefully he will, and it'll all be moot. But at a certain point, if he's not executing and you start to wonder, look, this team has a lot of high IQ football players. Alvin Kamara is a high IQ football player. Michael Thomas is a high IQ football player. The linemen are high IQ football players. At a certain point, they will realize the un- he- he's not executing the offense, that he's missing guys that are wide open when we could be getting first downs and moving the chains. And, and they will not be opposed to a change. So I think he's got to start executing at a higher level. Um, let me just throw this question out to you. How much do you think not having Peyton on the sidelines um, allowed him to revert to, to bad Jameis? So here's the thing. Lance Moore is now with us here at WDSU. Mm-hmm. They call a fame wide receiver, a guy who was part of the greatest. I mean, look. That he was he was the Super Bowl team. He was the 2011 team. He was I mean he was here for eight years during the greatest run in Saints history of offensive football. So he knows it. And and Lance said that when Sean Payton was suspended in 2012, Pete Carmichael is not afraid to open it up more than Sean ever would. He goes, Sean was not a guy who wanted to let's go vertical, let's go crazy. Let's he understood timing, rhythm, precision, move the chains, get us in the third and short, and don't worry, we will death by a thousand cuts you, so to say, better than anybody. And, and Lance told us that T. Carmichael is of that school of thought. But Lance said his best year was in 2012 because Pete opened up the offense. And he goes, Drew was still, though, executing at a high level. And in 2012, could still make every throw in the book. So Pete opening up the offense is a little bit more of, of Pete doing things Sean wouldn't. I think now in the first two games, we are seeing why Sean Payton kept a very tight grip on Jameis Winston, so to say. Mm-hmm. You know, last year, before Jameis got hurt, there was a lot of, let Jameis cook, let Jameis cook. Well, now right. I see why Sean Payton was afraid to let Jameis cook, because I think Pete let him cook a little bit, and, and, and it turned into a pretty unedible meal, so to say, in the fourth quarter. Sure. So I, I think now we're seeing that Sean Payton – you know, had a pretty tight grasp of jet, like check down and throw it away before you do what you did in the fourth quarter, turning it into an aerial circus, and we lose the game because of that. You like the Saints against Carolina this weekend? Yeah, I think the Saints are a better team. I think that the Saints, top to bottom, are a better team than the Carolina Panthers. Now, look, here's the thing. Carolina's got a nine-game losing streak. Carolina's 0-2 this season. Carolina has only lost their two games by a combined five points, though. Baker Mayfield has not been a disaster. 380 yards in two games, two touchdowns, one interception. He has not really turned the ball over. So I think the Saints are the better team, 
but they better not be sloppy like they were for three quarters against Atlanta and in the fourth quarter against Tampa, or they're going to get upset by a team that is inferior to them, and then we're going to have a lot of questions. I would like to see the Saints come out and, and execute the offense at a higher level and defensively lost it. There's no complaints about the defense. The Saints' defense no, has been fantastic. No. I mean, you, yeah. there's, there's nothing wrong with what they're – again, Mariota running quarterbacks have given them troubles, but look what they've done against Brady, and, and I think they're going to give Baker Mayfield some fits. And yeah. uh, so to me, this, this game's going to be about the offense. Can Jameis in the offense – finally click and execute against the defense that's a little underrated. I yes, think I would agree. For the better team, I think they should win. How excited are you for the Pell season? Pretty excited. I mean, I, I haven't been this excited since maybe 09, or 08, 09. In, in 07, 08, if you'll recall, the then Hornets won 56 games. They were the number two seed in the West. It, it, they had Chris Paul coming off a runner-up MVP season. Hitting on all cylinders. Byron Scott was the coach of the year. In the offseason, they bring in James Posey. They were one of the darlings of the NBA. And then the injuries and then George Shin's financial woes. But entering that season, 9-10, there were a lot of people talking about them as a dark horse championship contender and, and on equal footing with a Lakers team that was pretty legit. And so that's the last time I remember being this excited. I think this is a top five team in the Western Conference. I, don't, I get the West is deep. Golden State's Golden State again. The Clippers are coming back, coming back strong, and I think they're really good. Denver's coming back strong, and they've got the, the MVP of the league. You've got Memphis. You've got really great teams in the West. I think this team is – I don't care who's in, in the West. I think this team is a top five team in the Western Conference. Let's talk a little bit about the Greenies again. Three and zero, big win against Kansas State last week. Uh, it, it, this looks like a legit team. Yeah, I mean, look. Here's the thing: Willie Fritz is a good coach. I think this. Thing, let me say this: last week's win proved to me they're a legit team. With all due respect to UMass and Alcorn State, it's hard to tell how legit you are. That's like saying LSU is a legit team because they hung up. 70 on Southern. It's like, eh, I don't know if LSU is legit in the SEC just yet. Mississippi State proved a lot to me. Kansas State proved a lot to me about Tulane. I mean, to hold them, they went, Kansas State went for it four times on fourth and one, and Tulane held every single time. That's unbelievable. Um, I think Michael Pratt, I've always sung his praises. I think he's super talented. So I think this is a team that has a chance to win eight games this year. No doubt in my mind. Like, I think that the American is still good, but Cincinnati's taking a step back this year. Houston's good, but they've, they've struggled early and had some inconsistencies. Maybe this is the year that Tulane breaks through and has that. Look, I, I thought it was going to be a few years ago, you know, when they were going to get to that 9-3, and 8-4 and four mark. Maybe this is the year they do it because going to Kansas State and winning that game proved a lot to me. And, of course, LSU, I would, I would say that, look, I, I said this all along. I was looking for growth out of LSU, Tulane, and, and the Saints, you know, week to week. I, I love the growth that we're seeing from, the, from this Tiger team and, and some young players that, that are really contributing. What are your thoughts? Yeah, and this is what I always tell people about LSU. They should never be bad. They should never be 500. They have too much talent. They don't have another Power 5 team in the state. Louisiana produces as much, if not more, football talent than anybody. They should always be good because they always have amazing talent. But you're right. I think Brian Kelly's a great coach. I mean, he, his track record tells us. I don't have to think it. The stats and the history prove he's a great coach. And I do think that 
they're going to be fine this year. They're not winning the national championship this year. They're not going to beat Bama this year. They're not going to beat Ole Miss probably this year. But I do think in the future they're going to be really good. And I think you're starting to see a lot of good stuff from this team. And you'll continue to see them grow and develop and, and potentially become special as soon as next year. Fletch, um, you, do you like uh, Tulane against USM this weekend? Yeah, of course. I think. Look, I like Will Hall a lot. I was a big Will Hall fan, and right. think that when he was at Tulane, he was uh, he was a huge part of them becoming bowl eligible and being opening up their offense, getting away from that triple option that Willie came in with. And and I think Will Hall is going to do some good things at Southern Miss. I just I like everything about Will Hall, um, and I think Southern Miss is probably more talented. Liberty's a bowl team. They lost to them in triple overtime. Miami's a really good team, and they went down there and lost. I think they're more dangerous. But I think Tulane's the better team. So I like, in a close game, I like Tulane mm-hmm. this, this weekend. And I think the atmosphere is going to be great. It's going to be a ton of Southern Miss people. But Tulane's yeah. been working hard to get their fan base out there. So I think it's going to be a good atmosphere on Saturday night. I mean, there are no excuses anymore, right, right, Fletch? I mean, if you're a Tulane fan, all, all, because, look, we get it all the time. Nobody covers Tulane. Nobody covers enough at Tulane. Nobody's talking about Tulane. Tulane's 3-0. and They need to show up at Yeoman on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, look, the fair weather fans are probably still a few games away or a few wins away. But if you're somebody who's an alum and you follow sports even half-heartedly, you should be there. I mean, this the three and zero. This is one of the look. They, when I was growing up, Tulane Southernness was a big deal in every sport. The proximity, the conference sharing. You know, this, this is a good game to kind of reignite the fire or, or, or relight the fire if you're a Tulane fan because it should be a really good game. And team is 3-0 and for the first time since 1998. They're playing one of their oldest historic rivals. Uh, yeah, if you're a fan, you should – I get it. If, you're, if you don't care about sports, maybe, you know, they need to be 5-0 and or 6-0 and for mm-hmm. you to kind of discover them, so to say. But if you're somebody who has a passing interest in sports and you live uptown or, or support Tulane in any way, it, it, this is a game you should go to. Fletch, what you guys covering over at, at Channel 6 Sports? Yeah, obviously a lot of St. Panthers this week. Um, and, uh, and then Tulane Southern Miss, those are our two big talkers this week. Next week, Pelicans Media Day on Monday, we'll kick in the basketball. LSU, New, yeah. New Mexico, obviously, but it's going to mostly be St. Panthers, Tulane Southern Miss the rest of the week. Of course, uh, you've got a got a, a, a column that you do as well on on the Channel Six website. And how can folks follow you on on social media? Yep, I do. You know, mock drafts, all sorts of things mm-hmm. for the uh, for the website wdsu.com and our digital platforms. And my social of go to is uh, is mostly Twitter at Fletcher WDSU. Thanks, my friend. Appreciate your time today. All right, Eric. Thank you. There he goes uh, again, Fletcher Mackle, Channel Six Sports. Uh, again, does a great job for, for Channel 6, and love having him on the program. All right, don't forget, folks, uh, about my friends at Burkhart. Uh, if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, ask, uh, call Burkhart. Again, uh, have them come out and, and give you a price. Uh, ask about their 25% introduction guarantee. They're authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry, and, of course, they have uh, skilled crews that all they do is install air conditioning systems, whether it's industrial, commercial, residential. Uh, again, they, they treat your home like their home. They understand that, again, they have to work around your business. Look, they'll do what they have to do to be able to make sure that, again, you got the uh, got, got that in, AC in, in, uh, installed, and you're going to be happy with it as well. And then the service at the sale, impeccable. Nobody is close. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Uh, Nate certified technicians, only doing the work that's necessary. 
Uh, Burkhardt is truly a company you can trust. ACPromise.com. That's ACPromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open late. Oceana gives you breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, Bobby A. Bear's Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo serve lunch and dinner. And, of course, they're open late and fantastic menu for you. Great cocktails. Get out and enjoy a cocktail and a great meal in one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Eric Asher with you until 6. We'll be right back. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say there, Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner or heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. 
Marketing your business on social media these days can be a real challenge. Knowing the difference between a boost and a post or a click and a like can make your head swim. Plus the time and attention you lose from, you know, actually running your business. But don't worry, Cumulus Media is here to help and give you your time back. Our turnkey social media marketing options help you reach more than 1.1 million active users in the metro area on Facebook and Instagram and turn them into your customers. Contact us today to get started at NolaCumulusCares at Cumulus.com and ask about our Plus 20 special. Suburban Roofing and Siding, 861 Roof, locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, has been re-roofing South Louisiana for over a decade. Suburban Roofing is one of only 6% of roofing contractors nationwide, certified by shingle manufacturers. My good friend Marty Scoggins is honest and reliable and stands behind all of Suburban Roofing's quality workmanship. Suburban Roofing skilled crews are experts in all types of roofs. Trust a Louisiana company with local referrals, not a storm chaser with your re-roofing needs. Don't sign that contract till you call Suburban Roofing and Siding at 861 Roof. That's 861 76 All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans, brought to you by our good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal of either Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun, again, the restaurant, Oduan Cookery or Mambo's. Uh, Don't forget also, again, um, the Hideout Bar where you get some fantastic cocktails, live music. Oh, yeah, man, it's always a good time at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Get out there and take advantage of it. Uh, I want to thank, uh, again, uh, uh, Gary Smith and also Fletcher Mack for joining us in hour number one. Hour number two will bring Ali Cassell talking Pels, Jordy Collada talking Saints and LSU. Stick around, uh, listen to the show, or, again, check us out on our podcast. Eric Asher with you until 6. Don't move. with Springview Medical Clinic. Are you struggling with erectile dysfunction and sick of the pills? Well, we now have a major medical breakthrough that has helped thousands of men. The wave technology at Springview Medical uses gentle pressure waves to repair and open up blood vessels. We have 60 clinical studies, including from Cambridge University, showing our technology treats the root cause problem of erectile dysfunction. No more pills and no more side effects, just more blood flow in the bedroom. If you're ready to put a stop to your ED and regain your love life, Grab your phone and call us now. You'll qualify for the assessment exam, even the blood flow ultrasound totally free. And to the first 10 callers now, you'll get a gift that can produce immediate results in the bedroom. You're going to love that. This is a $650 value totally free to callers now. 504-313-4000. That's 504-313-4000. Guys, put a stop to your erectile dysfunction by treating the root cause. Call Springview Medical Clinic now to qualify. 504 313 4,000. For the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. 
You can't handle the truth. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? What we've got here is failure to communicate. Stick to the truth is what you're good at. Two of Inside New Orleans, Eric Asher with you until six. Four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, digital platforms. Hey, take the show with you anywhere. Uh, NashFM1061.com, EricAsher.com on the World Wide Web. And, of course, uh, Anchor is our home base because um, you know about our podcast, don't you? It's everywhere. Check it out on your favorite podcasting platform. Uh, again, just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Our social media platforms, join the conversation. At Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And I uh, was really happy to have Matty Hudak, uh, Tulane sideline reporter and, of course, reporter for Saints Wire. And uh, Brett Martel, uh, one of the senior members of the uh, – he might be the senior member of um, – it's got to be out of him and Jeff Duncan um, – of of the uh, of the press corps here, the sports press corps in New Orleans, it's got to be one of those two. Going to be it's pretty close. I got to be honest with you. But uh, Maddie and, and and Brett did a great job. We covered Saints, uh, Tulane, and LSU. I would like to go a little deeper into the Saints. We went a little bit long on on, on Jameis Winston, but that's been the big topic all week long. Um, so again, uh, please check us out tonight, six o'clock on WLA TV, ten o'clock on the Deuce, uh, Friday at nine o'clock on Pelican Sports Television, ten o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television, always at ericasher.com, always on our social media platforms. That'll be up tonight. Uh, and, of course, always on WLA TV YouTube page. I um, want to thank Fletcher Mackle and also Gary Smith for joining us uh, in, the, uh, in the first hour. We're just a few minutes away from Ali Cassell. Pell's Media Day on Monday. They start practice October the 19th. They open up at Brooklyn. Uh, looking for a great season. And then we'll finish up with Jordy Collada talking Saints and LSU from the Jordy Collada Show. i got to tell you. You know, I, mean, I don't know about you, okay, but uh, I mean, uh, I'm a creature of habit. Um, I'm one of those individuals that kind of resists change, but, you know, change is inevitable, right? Um, I get up this morning, and I was telling this to, to, my, to my producer, uh, Rudy Dixon, and I do so much work on my phone. 
You know, I mean, I have computers. I have the little laptops, you know, the, the tablets, et cetera. But I just am so much more comfortable doing research and, you know, uh, uh, sending out emails and, and, and uh, social media on my phone. And I get up this morning, and the keyboard on my phone, and I, by the way, I have a Droid, okay, I, um, on a Google platform. Um, the keyboard takes up the entire f- face of the phone now um, to the point that, again, I can't even see what I'm typing. Like if I was doing a social, like, I've, uh, like today, usually I'll post my social media platform that, again, we're getting ready to start the show, right? Um, couldn't even get that done today because I couldn't see what I was doing. And, you know, I mean, look, my fingers are pretty big, right? I flip it over, the, the, uh, the keyboard's so small, uh, I, I can't type on that. I hate to say it, but, you know, we get so tied to our phones now, right? I mean, everything, our whole lives are in our, are in our phones. Uh, I'm, I, I'm a little stuck here. I'm a little stuck. I'm not sure, again, I'll have to figure it out over the next, next 24 hours, but something happened overnight. Google messed up something, and it's definitely affecting yours truly. Uh, hopefully, you guys are not having the same issue out there. Maybe just maybe I hit something, but uh, I don't think so. I really don't. Hey, folks, don't forget, um, today's program is brought to you by uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants. I, I've talked, tell you, told you so many times about the Bader Brothers, uh, just great New Orleanians, um, turnaround specialists also when it comes to, to restaurants. They've gone in and taken buildings that were, that were, that were empty, uh, that were out of commerce and gone in and renovated those buildings. Uh, this is all over the city. This is not just in the French Quarter. They've done this in Mid-City. They've done this in Lakeview. They've done this all over the city uh, and put those buildings back into commerce. It's, it's happened so much since Katrina. I mean, again, uh, if you want to talk about a, a company and, and a group of individuals, a family-owned and operated business uh, that really loves this city and, and, and understands the historic significance of our city, uh, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll do what it takes. I, I'm, I'm amazed by them. Um, you know, they go in and the, 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 of course, Oceana Grill, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and of course, Mambo's. I, I love to use Mambo's as an example because it was a strip club that was always getting shut down by, 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 uh, uh, the NOPD, uh, uh, the state, uh, uh, liquor, liquor, uh, uh, division, uh, they had prostitution, uh, drug abuse. I mean, the, the, the place would needed to be shut down. And eventually it was shut down. Uh, it sits there for like about a year with, with again, no one, just an empty uh, building front front on, on Bourbon Street. The Bader Brothers go in. They, they lease the building. And they could have had kept it like it was, right? No, they go in and do a total renovation from, from bottom to top. And when I mean from bottom to top, I mean top. Now it's three floors, I'm telling you, the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, yes, Cajun Creole cuisine, uh, beautiful menu that has something for everyone. Uh, the cocktails are, are outstanding with, again, one of the, some of the big, great mixologists, a bar on every single floor. I mean, it, it's an amazing experience. Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar, the money they had to put in. First of all, to be able to get the city to, uh, to, um, uh, to approve it, they went through so much to do, have that, okay? And it's just another attraction for the city, right? But then, of course, building this. Uh, and this is the, the most beautiful bar and, and restaurant uh, on, on Bourbon Street, bar none, okay? Uh, go in, enjoy uh, the, the picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street, which, which are great. You also have an authentic French Quarter uh, courtyard in the back of the building on the first floor. Uh, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. 
You take the elevator to the second floor. The elevator opens up. Here's another beautiful bar. All, great seating. I mean, a lot of seating on the second floor. And you got, you know, you got a Bourbon Street a balcony for you to enjoy. Uh, you take the elevator to the third floor. Open up that. Those doors open up. You got a beautiful bar. It's, it's Bourbon Street only rooftop bar. Uh, it just it's a great night out. Uh, the sight lines are incredible. The ambiance is, is out of sight. And, uh, you know, the Beta Brothers went in and, and put a lot of their hard-earned cash in, into turning that, that building around. And I'm telling you, it's a play, it is a hopping place. you got to get out there and enjoy it. You're down in the French Quarter, stop into Mambo's, and check out what I've been telling you now for almost a year. Uh, you know, Mambo's the perfect place night out for friends, family, maybe a romantic getaway, have your next event day, you want to close a business deal. Uh, maybe a delicious meal with family. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Uh, and, of course, you can always find out more at MamboNola.com. Right next door, uh, they brought this building back into commerce. Uh, it, it's the hideout bar. It, again, live music every single night in, in a French Quarter courtyard setting. They got food for you, cocktails. Uh, and it's, it's, it's a blast. I'm telling you, it's just a lot of fun. You could literally go to 411 Bourbon Street, stay there the whole night between Mambo's and the hideout bar, and walk away from Bourbon Street saying, and saying you had a great time. Man, I tell you what, congratulations to, them, to the uh, Beta Brothers, uh, what they do for our city, and make sure, again, uh, you, you reward them by heading over to their restaurants and giving them, your, giving, them the, giving, you that, giving them your business. Again, make your next New Orleans memory, make your next Bourbon Street memory at Mambo's and also the Hideout Bar, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Let's talk some bells. I'm excited. Are you? I mean, you better be. Come on. Uh, this is a team that, that has an opportunity to be one of the best teams in the West, one of the best teams in professional basketball. It started, it started on Monday with uh, Media Day. And, of course, uh, shortly after that, the training camp. And then, of course, uh, in, uh, the, the, the first the first preseason game. Then they open up October the 19th against Brooklyn in Brooklyn to break it down for us. Man, he's the man when it comes to Pelican basketball. Ali Cassell, the bird rights, is with us. Ali, how are you, bud? I'm counting down the hours just like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling. You, I'm excited. And you know, look, this is. I love Fletch, right? Fletch says that we we're, that we're proficient in hot hot, right? Uh, because everything revolves around football. And and Fletch, I'm gonna tell you right now, uh, you know, I, I, all these years I've, I've I've bought into what Fletch has said. I'm watching very closely because I've said this since I've been on the air. It's tough to motivate New Orleanians, Louisianians to pay attention to basketball until late December, January. Uh, I think the Pels are going to give fans a reason to start paying attention in October, okay? And uh, hopefully the Smoothie King Center will be uh, will be full and because this is going to be an exciting basketball team. It is, and I think, to your point, we saw something different start to transpire last year about the fans, right? The people that like basketball or watch basketball or it's just casual, but we saw the city really get behind this team, unlike I think I've ever seen in the past. And it wasn't just because they made that miraculous turnaround. I think they generally love the players on this team and uh, from down to the coaches to, to even people within the front office. There's something about them adhering to them last year, like I said, unlike anything I've ever seen. So I'm expecting for that to continue when everything looks right, uh, looks like roses, right? This team, you know, whether you're talking, looking at expert sites, and you're reading that they're supposed to be in the top eight. Like, they're supposed to definitely finish inside the top eight in the Western Conference. And then I'm seeing other stuff where they're saying there's a good chance they're going to end up in the top four. One thing we do know is that this team made the playoffs last year without Zion Williamson, one of the best talents in the league today. And a lot of people are expecting for him to take a step forward from what we saw in his rookie season. 
And if that's the case and you just basically look at what they did last year, well, it's hard not to be excited, right? And I think the fans know that. And so, yeah, this is going to you know, be the start of a preseason. I think we're going to – we've never experienced anything like it. So I'm more than excited to cover this team, to watch and see everything that unfolds, even in preseason. I think something definitely special is brewing inside the, uh, inside the, uh, the Pelicans locker room. Well, so much so that they didn't really make any moves in the offseason. I keep hearing about Bogdanovich. He gets, he gets traded now. Uh, the, the Pels weren't players there. They feel very confident about the roster they have. Yeah, Eric, there was one change. Tony Snell, who obviously his contract ran out, and they yes. drafted Dyson Daniels, and he took his mm-hmm. spot on the roster. That's it. So for all of our you know, speculation, right, going back to last season, about, you know, honestly, Devontae Graham, he doesn't fit. Jackson Hayes, he doesn't look like a long-term piece. Derek Temple, does he even serve a purpose? Even these guys are being, looks like they're going to be retained for at least the start of the season. So you're right. I think David Griffin, smartly, doesn't want to mess with the chemistry too much, and he wants to see what he has. Now, there isn't to say that if the trade comes along and he can improve the team, like with a Bogdanovich, because this team does need shooting, well, I don't think he'll hesitate to push the button. But, of course, the other team has got to want whoever he's going to trade away and, and not too great of expense. So, for instance, Bogdanovich, Heard that Utah didn't want to take any long-term salary. So that right there, you know, kills any potential Devontae Graham being included in the deal. Because the Pelicans, I'm sure, don't want to trade a first-round pick for Bogdanovich. And that's really what Utah did. Since they didn't get um, a first-round pick, they went ahead and gotten Kelly Olynyk, who can probably help some teams and look for him to be flipped. So, yeah, the Pelicans are going to be smart. They're going to take their time. But I think that for the most part, yeah. Like we've thought for months, David Griffin's more than happy to enter this season with the roster that he had uh, finish off last year. Um, I think that um, media day is going to be a lot of fun for Zion Williamson. <laughs> From what we understand, he's chiseled. Uh, there's going to be no more talk about weight, anything else. He's going to be ready to go. I'm interested to see again what he did in terms of, again, uh, adding to his repertoire in this offseason. I am too, because last year he talked about how he – added a whole lot of mid-range shots to his game. And we were all excited to see it, but unfortunately we didn't get that chance. So I'm assuming at a minimum we're going to see that. But you've got to think he's had a lot of time off. So I'm looking for hopefully the dribbling to be better. You know, maybe, and hopefully he watched a lot of videos. So he'll, his, his uh, court vision will be more improved. Defense, same thing, especially getting in the right position. So, yeah, I'm eager too because he was far from a finished product the last time we saw him. And you mentioned Devontae Graham. I'm glad they're holding on to him. Look, you and I have discussed this in the past. He didn't get a chance to play with with, with Zion. Uh, He's going to have open shots now with the spacing. And, uh, you know, we talked about they need more scoring, need more scoring. This guy's a guy that might be able to do it now that we see, again, a different type of uh, of team with with Zion on the floor. Uh, I also want to see, again, how Zion meshes with his team, both offensively and defensively. Uh, Again, this was a very good defensive team last year. Uh, Zion has not been known for his defense. Uh, Is it contagious? Is is he going to be, again, Mm -hmm. a a, a very good defender? Not a great defender, a very good defender. Yeah, I couldn't agree any more with you on Devontae Graham. He's one of the few three-point shooters, honestly, on this team. And not only is he coming off his worst year, he didn't get to play with Zion. And I've got to think that being solidified in a role, which you've got to think is going to be a backup, is going to do wonders for him. And here's the other thing. Say C.J. McCollum suffers any kind of injury, who would be able to step into that starting lineup and kind of give you what C.J. gives you? Really, the only answer I see is Devontae Graham. 
So I think he's actually essential for what they're trying to do unless they replace what he brings to the court. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to a bounce-back campaign for Devontae. I know the teammates love him. He's one of the best locker room guys that they have. And as for Zion, yeah, I completely think that not just Zion, but the entire team, that defensive mindset that Willie Green wants to see, it's, it's going to permeate through that entire roster, and that's going to include Zion. So that try-hard effort, the, the all-out hustle, I think we're going to see so much more of that than, say, we did understand Van Gundy. But we noticed so many times, you know, either Zion or B.I., somebody mm-hmm. jogging out to contest a three-point shot or not getting even across the half-court line in transition defense. I think that's, that, that's come and gone. I really do believe that Zion's yeah. going to be just like the rest of these guys. Because how can it not be contagious when you're playing with Jose Alvarado, Herb Jones, oh, guys on. that are giving yeah. it all on every single play? I agree. And, of course, it being demanded by your coach, right? I mean, Willie Green yeah. was a pretty good defender in his day. Yes, he was. That's really what he uh, really prided himself on. He wasn't a scorer once he left uh, college, Detroit Mercy. <laughs> he was a role player in the league, you mm-hmm. know, playing with guys like Iverson. And then Aaron McKee was a second scorer on that Philly squad. So he had to take kind of a backseat and figure out what he could do and do best. Same thing happened when he spent a year here uh, in New Orleans under Monty Williams. He was just that glue guy. And so those glue guys, yeah, they, they know how and what it takes to earn minutes. So without a doubt, I think he's the type of coach at Zion. He's probably going to learn a few things. I want to, I want to repeat so you to repeat something you said last week on the program because we've, I've, had, I've had emails from, from listeners that are excited about the, uh, the season but want to know what these guys have been doing on the offseason. And you answered that question for me last, year, last week. They have been working out together all offseason long. Why don't you take it from there? Yeah, so pretty much as soon as the season wrapped, I started hearing stories of some players just continuing to work out at the practice facility. Guys like Herb Jones, Kyra Lewis working on his rehab, Trey Murphy. I don't think there's nobody that's worked harder from what I've heard than Trey Murphy on his game. And I think uh, he's going to be probably the candidate that you're going to want to circle for most improved on this Pelican squad. Uh, seems like a shoo-in to me because I've been hearing it from Larry Nance, from other guys. They've been propping up Trey, too, for all the work he's done. But basically the entire roster – They've made it their mission that, yeah, we can enjoy some time in the offseason, usually as NBA players, right? You deserve that. But I didn't hear much of anybody taking time off other than Brandon Ingram, right, needing to because of his uh, finger surgery. But other than that, everybody's been just busting it for months. And so whether it's been at the practice facility, getting together in California, to, um, you know, getting the right people around you, Specifically, I'm looking at Zion, right? He needed a nutritionist, needed a personal trainer. Mm-hmm. And he worked his tail off in Miami for several months after, you know, hosting his uh, summer camp here in New Orleans. The whole time he's been working, I can't wait to see him too. But I think that signifies everything that you need to know about how much this year means to these guys. I mean, Jose Alvarado, that was my biggest one I said last week to you. Yeah, please. His dream was always to play for Puerto Rico, the national team. Well, he finally got in, and he played a few games. But this last trip that um, – they played some overseas competition. He said no to because he wanted to concentrate on playing for the Pelicans. So that's everything you need to know. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you this. Valanchunas, Hernan Gomez, both played in Europe uh, for their countries. Um, are, are you worried, again, too much basketball, too much wear and tear, not getting, a, not getting some time off? Uh, do you think that the club will take it easy for, with them early in, in, in camp? I think with um, Valanciunas, yes. I'll be curious if he plays even just, say, two preseason games, two out of the five. 
and I wouldn't be surprised to see his minutes be limited. Maybe the first regular first month of the regular season or so, maybe even no back to backs. Because look, they've got a capable guy behind him in Billy Hernan Gomez. Now I know that he worked, he played a lot for Spain, but he's got a right. lot more energy and a lot less wear and tear than say Valanciunas. So I wouldn't be surprised, like I said, to see Willie Green roll with um, Billy on some nights in the starting lineup because he's a perfect match um, to give you kind of what Valanciunas can give you. All right, with that strong rebounding, with that kind of team vocal defense, even though they're not great defenders, they can plug that anchor position because they talk so much. And, of course, the teammates are familiar with them. So it'll be interesting, but it's good, right, that Willie Green's got choices. This is the and most depth, th- Eric, that I can recall this team maybe ever having. Yeah. That's a good thing. Yeah, and you think Jackson Hayes is going to be is really practiced to be more at the five in the offseason, right? I am. So unless Willie needs and wants to play small where he puts Larry Nance at the five, I still expect Jackson to get a lot more run at the five than he did, say, last year, when, of course, he was filling in for Zion. And from what I've been hearing, Jackson's tried to expand his game at the center position, both working on post moves, being more familiar, working in the paint, both offensively and defensively, something he's needed. And I hope we see it because, honestly, this team could use it, and that's how he's going to earn minutes, basically. Well, I can't tell you how excited I am. I mean, I'm telling you. You know, you and I love the NBA. It's easy for us to get excited, but this is a really good basketball team. You're going to have a full season of McCollum in the training camp, all these guys playing together, playing together, practicing in the offseason. I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see Dyson Daniels, how he fits in. Uh, you know, Kyra Lewis coming back. You know, again, can, can he overcome that injury? Where does he fit now? There is so much talent. There's such good chemistry. That combination usually – means good things will happen. And you're right, Kyra Lewis, I mean, it, 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 we, we were so happy when the Pelicans drafted him because this, this team's been hurting for guard play. But now he's got so much competition, but yet we've seen glimpses from him. So I'm curious to see what he can do, right, especially once he's healthy, uh, gets that knee injury weight in the distant future from uh, that ACL terror that he had. So I'm still – I haven't soured on him, and I know the Pelicans haven't either. So, yeah, Eric, 1 through 15 looks pretty darn good. And I, I think they can all play for Willie. And they'll probably ask to because, mm-hmm. as we know, it's a long season. Injuries happen. Some guys need rest, whatever the case may be. But the Pelicans look like they're ready, right, for the challenges this year. No doubt about it. And you'll be with us every step of the way, my man. Absolutely. I can't wait. It, it's a pleasure to cover a team that's good, right? And it has been yep. few and far between, as a lot of fans know. Yeah, no doubt. Tell us about your fantastic site. Uh, and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, thanks, Eric. You can catch all of our work over at The Bird Rights, all one word, www.thebirdrights.com. And we're going to be heating up just like the basketball season is because it's starting next uh, week. So with training camp, uh, which is going to be preceded by media day, and, of course, five preseason yep. games. We'll have all the coverage for you. And I've got a lot of good preview pieces Plan for you, right? Covering B.I., Zion, Willie Green, all the ones that I think are going to be instrumental in leading the Pelicans to one of their best seasons in franchise history. Well, I'm excited. You're excited. Let's again, um, let's hope for a healthy season. If it's a healthy season, I think it'll be a good season. That's really everything, right, Eric? It does boil yep. down to health, but I'm, it's safe to say that at least they have some more cushion than they have had in years past, right? Because yes. nobody's going to play 82 games. We know that. No. No, no doubt. Uh, again, um, uh, at Ali Cassell on, on Twitter. Ali, thanks for your time. We're back to our regular weekly uh, uh, conversation. And uh, I can't wait, my man. I cannot wait. Absolutely. Take care, Eric. Thanks, thanks for your time, as always. Again, Ali Cassell, doing a great job for, for the bird rights. Look, you love, you love the Pels. 
you got to be following Ollie, and you got to be again involved with the, with the bird rights. The, the, the content that they give you on a day in day out basis is second to none. Uh, so again, make sure again you uh, make them part of your favorites, especially if you're a big Pelican fan, like like we all should be, right? Like we all should be. Hey, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, uh, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Do you know that again? Uh, they do so much more than air conditioning systems, uh, uh, electrical work. Uh, also, again, they uh, uh, can uh, can handle your tankless water heater for you. Uh, they um, uh, obviously, again, air conditioning systems, generators, heating systems. Uh, when it comes to uh, industrial, residential, commercial, uh, they got you covered. Uh, they can put out, um, uh, they can put up uh, outdoor lighting for you. I mean, uh, there's no limit to what, what Burkhardt can do. Um, and, of course, do it right. Uh, but if you're looking for a new system for your home or your business, uh, think Burkhardt. They authorize to sell some of the top brands in the industry. They, uh, again, ask about their 25% end reduction guarantee. And, and, and know, again, that Burkhardt stands behind their work. Plus, again, they know your time is valuable. Uh, whether, again, they're, they're intruding on your business to get, through, get that AC uh, installed or, again, on your home. Treating your home like their home, your business like their business, uh, the attention to detail is second to none. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. All are open seven days a week. I don't want to hear you can't get a late meal in New Orleans because you can at the, at, at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. It's Oceana, and, of course, their sister restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a great meal, great cocktail at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. We'll be right back. If you want a little soul with your country, then you're with us. New Orleans country, from the classics to the songs that matter. Your country is on 106.1 Nash Icon or anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Lowe's. Don't miss the energy savings event at Lowe's. Save energy and save money on select major appliances, including Whirlpool. Selection varies by location. Exclusions apply. Visit Lowe's.com for details. Valid through 928. Look out for an incident that's blocking two right lanes on 10 eastbound at the Bonnet Carey Spillway. And in the meantime, your delays are going to be solid if you're traveling on 10 eastbound from the Bonnet Carey Spillway to just before Loyola. And delays pick back up 10 eastbound from just past Bonneville to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are steady from North Claiborne to Canal. And then delays pick back pick back up 10 westbound from City Park to the airport. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your delays are steady from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. And on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. In the meantime, your delays are solid if you're traveling eastbound along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection with delays steady from Stumpf Boulevard to the Camp Street exit. Look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the Pontchartrain Expressway from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit. And also look out for delays if you're traveling westbound along the West Bank Expressway from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire. Family owned and operated by the Piazza family since 1972. Your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs, the best deals on tire. Hey, Southern Tire offers the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. Hey, something will fit everyone's budget no matter what you drive. Also, wheels and tires up to 30 inches and financing available. You finance it over time. Remember now, that as an added bonus, you can choose your tires online at southerntire.com. Drive in, they'll mount them on the car, and you're rolling. Of course, again, uh, ASE certified technicians, same uh, diagnostic equipment you get at the 
the dealership, even more diagnostic equipment to get at the dealership. Uh, again, you can trust the Piazza family with your vehicle. It's Southern Tire. Uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number. Or go to southerntire.com and check out all the service they provide for their customers, including that diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's wrong with your vehicle. Hey, it's Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Can't uh, be a stay in the automotive industry that long unless you take care of your customers. That's Hickory and Airline in Metairie. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great Southern dishes. Check out our menu online at BienvenueHarahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you till 6. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's in the Hideout Bar, and, of course, where it all started, the mothership. Oh, man, Oceana Grill. Uh, I, I, I did a live show there, I don't know, 15 years every Thursday. I mean, uh, so I got to know Oceana pretty good. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. They're open seven days a week. If you love breakfast, and I mean, if you're one of those individuals that, you know, you can eat breakfast for breakfast, breakfast for lunch, breakfast for dinner, or you just, again, on a breakfast aficionado, you just like to try breakfast everywhere, you got to try Oceana's breakfast. Absolutely fabulous breakfast. Put it up against any breakfast in town. Also, again, Cajun Creole dishes that are delight for lunch and dinner. Uh, fantastic cocktails. The, the, the mixologists of the Oceana family of restaurants are second to none. I can tell you, again, 
walking through the waiter, the waiters and waitresses walking from the bar to again the, the dining room uh, with the with the the, the cocktails. Uh, people oohing and on and it's going, what's that? I want that. Huh? Their, their ultimate Bloody Mary, uh, it's a meal in itself. I mean, just amazing. Uh, they, got, they got an authentic French Quarter courtyard you can dine in. Uh, beautiful by day, spectacular by night. Not one, not two, not three, not four, but five private rooms. They can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for your next event. And boy, they know how to put, up, uh, put on an event over at Oceana Grill. If they're not using it for an event space, they're using it as overflow. Uh, so you don't have to stand in line. You can get in there and enjoy that great food from Oceana. Uh, again, you can Find out more at Oceanagrill.com. It's family friendly. The courtyard is dog friendly. Uh, come on, come join an incredible dining experience over at Oceana Grill. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti Bourbon is the best time off Bourbon Street. Open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. Breakfast is 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. Uh, lunch is 10 a.m. Until, until 4 p.m. And dinner is from 4 p.m. until the party stops. And usually about 1 a.m. is when they shut the doors. Go enjoy Oceana Grill. And I don't want to hear you can't get a late meal in New Orleans anymore because you can get one at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, um, joining us in the program now, I just love his show. Uh, and, uh, again, just, uh, again, the, the best guest, uh, always, again, entertaining, uh, and, and honestly, again, just knowledgeable. Uh, again, knows his stuff. You know, I get criticized sometimes because I, I go off and to ask him about, you know, other teams. Uh, hey, my next guest, Jordy Collada, is a talk show host. He, again, he talks about everything. And uh, uh, he's with us each and every week, and I really enjoy him being on our program. He joins us now. Jordy, how are you, bud? Hey, always good to be with you, man. Thanks for having me back. Jordy, I'm going to tell you what, so impressed by LSU last week against Mississippi State. You know, we talked about it being a litmus test game, you know, having about the, the, the offensive defensive lines going up another SEC line, how Jaden Daniels would perform. Uh, I, I was excited. I see these freshmen running around <laughs> and playing so well. I mean, uh, you got to give Brian Kelly a lot of credit. Look, I, we talked about it before. I want to see growth every week, right? We're seeing that and more out of this Tiger team. Well, and I think what's more impressive too, Eric, is that he's continuing to tinker until he finds it. You know, he, he it doesn't matter how long it's going to take. He's not going to stop until he, he finds his best 11 on both sides of the ball. And he came out earlier this week and said he's going to have to take some more responsibility on special teams. So he's not running from anything that, 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 that may be hampering the, the, the program right now. And you, you mentioned the moves, you know, Emory Jones at right tackle on offense and Harold Perkins and, you know, putting Micah Basterville out there and moving Jay Ward from safety to nickel and moving Greg Brooks to the free. I mean, all those all those changes really paid off for them on Saturday. And, you know, I, I continue to I, – I, I would expect to continue to see them make, you know, more moves until they can, you know, really just kind of figure it out with, with, with the best guys that they can play with. So impressed with Ward and, and, and Major Burns, um, what, what they did on Saturday. Um, you know, uh, you mentioned Baskerville. Harold Perkins as a freshman, um, again, did not – look, it didn't look too big for him, that's for sure. Yeah, no, it did not. It, it, he has jumped off really since fall camp. If you went out there, he, I mean, he just – coaches, you know, they use the term, he's just got that juice. He's got that extra step. He's got that quick twitch. I mean, he, he, he looks the part. He, he wants the moment. You know, he wants to play more than anybody, and once he gets out there, it's, just, it's tough to take him off the field. field. You know, we were, we were in the game on Saturday, and the most surprising thing to me was when he was coming off. You know what I mean? Because he, he's a three-down guy that you can move around. He's versatile. I mean, his first sack when he was, you know, blitzing through the A-gap right up the middle, I mean, he was one-on-one with a running back in a phone booth. And I don't, really, I don't think the 
running back was able to touch him. I don't think he put his hands on him. I mean, he's just he, – he's a special athlete, and he makes LSU – playmaking, you know, the, the the playmaking opportunity for LSU's defense goes up exponentially when he's out there, and they become more athletic. So uh, you're right, that, that scene and stage was um, – that, that fit Harold Perkins just right because, uh, he, you know, he, he loves that spotlight and loves the shine. Talk about the, the maturation process of Jaden Daniels. He's getting a little criticism for maybe not being able to go to his second and third reads. Look, I've seen him go, when I go back and look at the game, go through his progressions. A lot of times I think he feels much more comfortable running the football. Uh, uh, but, again, they're not going to win consistently in the SEC if he's just going to be a runner. But I was talking to a friend of mine earlier today. I, I'm, I'm guessing maybe he's 55% of the offense right now. Oh, I would think more than that. I mean, you know, the thing that's most impressive about him is that he's he's playing best when it's right. You know, I mean, even in the week one, I mean, fourth quarter, second half, he was really – he was starting to pick it up. I mean, I, I thought he played really good down the stretch on Saturday. Yeah, he's making mistakes, and, and, yeah, he needs to get to his second, third progression. He doesn't trust, you know, the passing game. He had a couple of guys open in Malik Neighbors and Jack Besh a couple of times and missed them. But, you know, he, he protects the ball, and he is – uh, you know, he's a threat. He's somebody that you have to account for. And late in the game, that has been, you know, it's been tough on defenses. So I think that he'll continue to mature. I think that he'll continue to improve. I think he's got to trust throwing the ball. But once he does that, you know, I think that it's clear cut. He's the guy. I don't think that, you know, the competition stuff is, you know, that's long gone. I think he, he's the quarterback and you just really want to see him improve every week. What are your thoughts about this team going up against New Mexico State this week? Well, I think that they'll still continue to try to find ways to, 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 to get to their best. You know, at Seven Banks is a name that really pops up, in my opinion, of a guy that, that, that'll have an opportunity this weekend. You know, I mean, he's, he's a defensive back who transferred from, uh, he, he transferred from Ohio State. He, he's got a lot of, you know, he's got a lot of, uh, of talent. He, he's been uh, projected at, at certain points of his career as a potential first-round pick. He's also, mm-hmm. you know, gone through some pretty bad injuries that have kept him off the field and, you know, made him decide to come back to school for another season. So, uh, you know, I think that you'll see him this weekend. I still think that you'll see guys like Xavier Hill on the offensive line gain some reps. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think that this is, this is still a team that's still trying to find their identity, and this is a nice weekend to be able to figure some of that stuff out. I want to shift to the Saints. Um, the big talker this week uh, has obviously been Jameis Winston. Uh, you know, um, I have been leaning toward, again, the issues that he had was, was had to do with his injury. But I've had a correspondence. I've had, uh, I've had um, uh, reporters on both radio and TV that, again, believe it was just the bad Jameis, that, again, that, that he was pressing, uh, that it was more about bad decision-making than, than, than the injury. You watch the game. What are your thoughts? Yeah, he's got to improve, you know, and, and I wonder how – how hurt he is, you know, and, and I know after the game, he was asked numerous times about his back and he wouldn't, he wouldn't address it. And he wouldn't acknowledge it, but I, he didn't look right. You know, and I think that there has to be something there with, I, I commend his toughness and I love the way he plays, but if you can't help the team win and it's, it's hampering your style of, you know, how you're playing, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be smart about that stuff. And, you know, I think that, they, they got to look a little deeper into that, and 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 the Saints got a good roster. We talked about it many a times, um, but you know, it doesn't matter how good your roster is if if your quarterback is going to you know turn it over three times like he did, you know, five turnovers on on Sunday. 
it's just going to be tough to beat anybody. Um, talk about the brawl and, and, and how the Saints reacted afterwards, because I thought that was so out of character for this team. I agree. He, and it really, it was, I don't know if you can argue it, it, it was the turning point in the game, and it really worked in favor of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And, and you know, to, to lose Lattimore the, the way he did, like he didn't deserve to get thrown out of that game. He didn't do anything that, you know, that, that warranted any, any ejection. But the fact that it's these two again, I think the league really needs to look into you know how they're going to police the Tampa Bay and New Orleans game because this is becoming an issue. And you know, I mean, Mike Evans, he's a cheap shot away from ending somebody's career. I mean, really. I mean, at some point you got to talk about this guy's six four, two twenty, you know, running at a four four rate at a close speed and you know just barreling into somebody that's not looking. I mean, at some point, you know, that's that's really dangerous. I know that they're playing the game of football and, and what they sign up for, but you know, it's not a street brawl. You can't get out there and sneak somebody, and, and he's done that twice. And, and I think, you know, when 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 you really kind of look at at the, the frustration of Evans, it, it's one of the most um, it, it's one of the most fragile mental things I've ever seen in sports. I mean, you know, you, you've seen people get under get under skin and, and and make people you know do things in competition that that they wouldn't normally do. But I mean, it's just becoming a habit. For, for, for Mike Evans. I mean, this is almost becoming something that you expect now when, when New Orleans sees him. And I get that he's frustrated. And, and, and I understand, you know, that, that, that he is, uh, you know, he's looking to, to get that frustration out. But, I mean, if, if he was in the street, he'd be in jail. You know, I mean, it, 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 it just, or in the hospital. <laughs> it, right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, I just, it, it's, it's, it, it's incredible to see that, you know, I mean, at that level, mm-hmm. that, that amount of, of, of mental breakdown that, mm-hmm. that Evans has, it really is. Yeah. It, no. it, it is amazing. Um, your, your thoughts on the defense. They're getting criticized a little bit for, for not, not uh, for the lack of sacks. I think, I think the, the litmus test will be this week against Carolina, but, but I think the defense has played pretty well. I do too. Yeah, you know, I really do. I mean, they, they've been tested here very much early on, you know, obviously they didn't play well against Atlanta in, in week one and, and they were able to sneak out of there with a win. But I mean, once again, you know, they, they had Brady. I mean, Brady's body language and the way that he, he handles himself when he plays the Saints, you rarely see that, you know I mean? The Saints very much take people out of their comfort zone and out of their element to, to, to frustration levels that drive them to really do things that are, you know, not necessarily in character. And I, I credit, you know, the Saints defense, their attack, the way that they were really frustrating and guarding, uh, you know, Tampa Bay defensively. I thought that that was a really good solid plan by, by Dennis Allen. Obviously you, you got to keep that plan in place with your number one cornerback. And as soon as he went out of the game, the plane changed, you know, the plan changed and, and Brady was able to kind of break the seal on that, that, that defense. So I'm with you. I think that the, the, the Saints offense need to take major strides to improve. But, you know, the, the defense, I'm pretty good where they are going into week three. Yeah, so am I. You like them this week against Carolina? I do. I do. I think this is a nice bounce back spot. And I think this is an all, you know, this is a franchise that they've, they've for the most part, really, you know, been able to have their way with. I think there's some type of, again, you know, kind of mental you know, the, the piece to that where where you, either your New Orleans or Carolina, and this is this is a get right game for the defense. You're talking about defense. If they're looking mm-hmm. for a little bit of a confidence boost, there's nothing like seeing Baker Mayfield on on, yep. on the schedule. I mean, somebody that you know doesn't 
put a put put a premium on protecting the ball, and he'll put some up for grabs. And you know, it, it, it it'll be a day that the defensive backfield will have a chance to to make some plays. So uh, I do. I, I think that they'll be okay this weekend. I think that they can get right. I mean, if it's if it's five turnovers and you still have a chance in the fourth quarter to win the game, I know that there's no. You know, mm-hmm. there's there, there's no gratifying losses in professional sports, but I mean, right. you have to look and say, hey man, you know, they played pretty bad the first two weeks and they're one and one, so it's it's it, it's it, it could be worse, and I think that's some early things, some, some early season stuff that they can get right. Got about two and a half minutes left. What can you tell us about what happened with the NCAA and LSU today? Uh, nothing, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I was reading Twitter and looking mm-hmm. around on, on Pat 40 and, you know, 40 yep. telling everybody to hunker down right. because LSU is yeah. about to get the, get the penalties, uh, you know, thrown right. to them. And then it, then it comes out, they get one year probation, uh, you know, nothing that, that, that truly affects the immediate, uh, of what's going on on campus. And, you know, for, for all intents and purposes, e, this is kind of a, a, a retroactive slap on the wrist. You know, I mean, if you're really talking about uh, what what came out today, as far as the punishment and the ruling goes, um, LSU had already self-imposed nearly everything on the list. Really, I mean, if you looked at it, one year probation, they a five thousand dollar fine, which was self-imposed. Mm-hmm. I mean, a five thousand bucks to the LSU athletic, it, it, you know, the athletic uh, uh, board is it's, it's probably like. Two bucks to me and you. Right, it's like uh, going to buy an old Hubic pie. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is. It, it's nothing. One week, pro, you know, prohibited prohibited of recruiting communications. Okay, one week prohibited in unofficial visits. Okay, limited official visits to fifty five during twenty twenty three that they self imposed. I mean, all of this stuff is, um, you know, it, it, you look at it and from LSU standpoint, and but a slap on the wrist. And, you know, for Pat Forty and those guys from a national level that's looking oh. for LSU to get crucified, this is yeah. another bad day for them. <laughs> you know I mean, yeah, And a good day for it's, LSU. It's, it's another hell of a, a brand whack for Pat Forty that, that looks like he's just he, – he's in it to, to get LSU. And for whatever reason, yep. I don't know what to, you know, say about that. Sure. I agree. Tell the folks about your fantastic show and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. At Colada Show is where you follow us all over social media. Easiest way to do it there. And then on YouTube, uh, at Colada Show, Jordy Colada Show is, uh, is where we are over there, 7 to 9 a.m. Monday through Friday. Thank you, my friend. I look forward to our conversation every single week. Certainly appreciate your time. Thank you. Talk soon, man. There it goes. Jordy Colada. Great job. Great show. Got to check it out. Even if you can't check it out live, uh, you know, check it out. Uh, and and uh, I'm telling you, you'll be glad you did. All right. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Beer's Cajun County Restaurant, The Hideout Bar, all are open late, all open seven days a week. Fantastic menu for you. Great service. Great cocktails. Man, give it a try. The Oceana Family of Restaurants, proud sponsor of our Thursday show. And don't forget, if you come home tonight and the AC's not working, yeah, and it's a hot, one of the hottest. I think that we broke a record today in terms of heat. Uh, Burkhart will be there for you if your AC is not working. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or business. But, again, they have after-hour service where a Burkhart employee answers the phone and dispatches a Burkhart truck out to your home or your business. Uh, they know, again, what it means to be without AC in a hot summer months. They'll do everything they can to get you up and running. Uh, even, again, I've seen them, and they've done it for me. Uh, they'll take window units and put it into your in, in certain rooms of your home so you'll be cool overnight until, until again, they can get you taken care of. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a company you can trust. That's acpromise.com, acpromise.com. We'll be right back. 
Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Hi, Tom Bodette here, just back from the Bodette family reunion, and honestly, I'm a little baffled by my nephew. Last reunion, he was still bouncing on my knee. Now he's hitting his head on ceiling fans. Good thing they stayed at Motel 6, where there's comfy beds with plenty of room to stretch out on. And great low rates, because, you know, teenagers eating a week's worth of groceries for lunch. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. You can't get much for five bucks these days, unless you go to Wendy's for a $5 biggie bag. Get your choice of double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, fries, and a drink, all for just five bucks. That was smooth, wasn't it? That's how you're going to feel when you get that biggie bag at Wendy's. U.S. price and participation may vary. Includes four-piece nuggets, small soft drink, and small fry. Prices may be higher in Alaska and Hawaii. The IRS doesn't mess around. If they want your money, they'll take it. They can take your paycheck and bank accounts, too. Even threaten your home or business. Don't take on the IRS alone. If you owe back taxes, the smartest thing you can do is call Optima Tax Relief. The experts at Optima specialize in a powerful IRS tax assistance program called the Fresh Start Initiative. And their clients that qualify are saving thousands. One call starts the process to stop the demand letters, stop aggressive collection actions, and stop the IRS from targeting you. But don't delay. It's important to act now while you still have options. Optima is A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Optima has already resolved over a billion dollars of tax debt for their clients. Get your life back. For tax help you need, for tax help you can trust, call Optima now for your free consultation. Call 800-704-9936. 800-704-9936. 800-704-9936. Optima Tax Relief. Some restrictions apply. For complete details, please visit OptimaTaxRelief.com. Life is where preparation meets the unexpected. Law enforcement will always be our primary focus. However, we cannot do it alone. Join our family in the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office. We are currently looking for patrol deputies, correctional officers, and dispatchers where you can help make a difference. JPSO prides themselves on making the parish safe for citizens and their families. Please go to JPSO.com to find out how to take the next step. This isn't just a career. You become part of a much larger family. 
All right, welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Man, it's been an absolute blast. Um, love Thursdays. Get a chance to have Jordy Collado on the program, Ali Cassell, uh, Gary Smith. Today was Fletcher Mackle. Normally it's Ross Jackson. Uh, but again, love our love our Thursday lineup. And of course, love the fact that again our, we were sponsored by uh, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Hideout Bar. Get out there and enjoy a fantastic meal or cocktails or both at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, look, I want to remind everybody, Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour comes up next. Keep it right here uh, on 106.1 FM. Michael Green, Kenny Trahan, have you for the full hour. Uh, again, keep it right here for the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour that's coming up next. And, of course, don't forget on WLAE-TV, uh, if you're near a television, it is the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, Marty Hudat uh, and also Brett Martella, my guest. That's straight up 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Hey, New Orleans, thank you so much for listening. It's been an absolute blast. Thank you for supporting our sponsors. Thanks to the sponsors that support our program. Go to ericasher.com for a slide to the sponsor. Sponsor our show. And we appreciate those sponsors, and we appreciate you supporting those sponsors. Thanks to Rudy back at studio. Not only did he produce the show, but he helped me get my keyboard back. Kudos to, to Rudy. And as always, I appreciate each and every one of you. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you tomorrow for the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. I'm Eric Asher. From the dog kit to the governor. That includes the mayor. They're going to dock her pay. They all got to go. Without a fight, better know.